Welcome to Vibe with Charmy. This is where we level up your life. If you're someone who loves self-improvement and self-care, then we're about to be friends. Let's get into today's episode. Happy New Year's, everyone. It is the first day of 2024, and it is a Monday. Now that is a strong start. I know everyone already has their New Year's resolutions ready to go for those of you who do that. I personally do not do New Year's resolutions, but I do like to review and check that I have some core habits and practices in place to continue on this journey of mindfulness and self-care in life. So these habits that I'm going to share with you today are ones that I already have in place, but I didn't share them with you before, like most self-improvement podcasts do, because I don't believe in waiting for the new years to start adopting new things. I'm telling you about these habits today on the first day of the year, or for some of you who will listen to this later, because the calendar does not dictate when we will pick up habits to take care of ourselves. So if your New Year's habit plan does not have any or some of these top four habits that I'm about to share with you today, don't even worry about it because you can start this when you decide you're ready to. This can be an episode that you come back to throughout the year. It is not a New Year's episode per se. It just happens to be the new year, but now is a good time as any to get started. So these are my top four tips on how to prime yourself for a better you. Your mental health and well-being starts with how you design your life day in and day out. The habits you have in place will either empower or distract you in all other areas of your life. The top four tips that I'm sharing with you today all go hand in hand with each other. So if you practice one, you will feel improvements in the others. If you can start to incorporate better habits in all four of these areas over time, you will feel the connection with everything in your life. Before we dive in deep into today's topic, I would like to put out a disclaimer that the audience that I am speaking to are those who are in a similar position to me. Privileged to live in a first world country with an abundance of freedom and opportunity given to us. With the state of the world, I realize how fortunate I am to be in a position to spread this type of information to those who live amongst me. So to get into today's episode, the first tip I'm going to start with sharing is getting better sleep. Sleep is so much more important than most of us were taught to give importance to. Because I'm a very productive and work-oriented person, I used to look at sleep as something that kind of just got in the way of me being able to do more. Don't get me wrong. I loved the feeling of sleeping. Like nothing beats that. But I wouldn't give importance to the quality of sleep or how many hours I would get, the time I went to sleep, or even if I was doing other things before bed to make sure that I was sleeping well. It was almost a robotic process for me, honestly, which I never paid much attention to. But I really learned that it is very important to get good quality rest for us to thrive in every other part of our life. It is one of the most basic requirements for our body and mind to function at full capacity. Our brain and body is extremely adaptive. 
If we make it a habit to run on low sleep day in and day out, we might not even notice the difference. It will become a normal way of being for us. What you might think is an adequate amount of sleep or the quality of sleep for you to function in a day could actually be you limiting yourself. If you're operating the way you are with poor sleep, imagine how unstoppable you would be if you actually gave your mind and body the rest it needed to be fully functional. All that in exchange for some rest, that's honestly a sweet deal. The National Sleep Foundation suggests that adults aim for seven to nine hours of quality sleep each night to support overall well-being, cognitive function, and physical health. If you are listening to this and you are someone who may have chronic sleep deprivation, the chances of health conditions are much higher, a weakened immune system that can open you up to more illnesses, and low sleep also disrupts hormonal regulation, and metabolism, just to name a few of the serious side effects. There is also a fair chance that you could be experiencing sleep apnea, a condition in which there is interruption in breathing when we sleep, which causes us to wake up multiple times throughout the night, which of course means low quality of sleep. It's a lot more common than you might think it is. Did you know that in North America, approximately one in five adults suffer from mild to severe sleep apnea? Some symptoms could include loud snoring, excessive daytime sleeping, morning headaches, frequent nighttime urination, and of course, I am not diagnosing anything over here, but I am here to spread awareness of the information that is available to us. There are lots of online quizzes that you can take or you can visit your family doctor if you feel like you might be struggling with sleep apnea. So a consistent sleep schedule, a dark, relaxing, cool environment, and minimizing screen time an hour before bed are all great ways to improve your sleep quality. These are just the basics of how to get better rest and recovery. I will make another episode on better sleep if you guys are interested, but for now, I'm going to move on to tip two, which is mindful eating habits. I know that food is a very sensitive topic. It is a trigger for a lot of people. I am here to spread a message advocating for healthier habits. But if this is a topic that makes you uncomfortable, I do encourage you to skip this part if you feel like you need to. Mindful eating is about what we eat, when, and how. Are you trying your best to squeeze a whole meal into the 10 minutes while you're multitasking to get ready on your way to work or while you're driving? Are you choosing a primarily whole food diet when and where you can? How about the portions you're eating? Are you eating enough? Are you eating when you're feeling hungry or do you ignore your body's cues and try to push off the next meal? How about the opposite of all the questions I just asked? I have a whole episode called How Our Diet Impacts Our Mood if you want to explore more on this, but to transfer some of the important information here, as important as the quality of sleep is that we get, the food we choose to eat also give us the building blocks of our mood, health, and well-being. Think about it like this. You choose to eat food that help you feel your best. You feel good throughout your day. You feel good about yourself. 
You are in a better mood when you are engaging with your peers. You have more energy to go home and spend time with your loved ones. You have more energy for yourself and to hit the gym rather than maybe feeling sluggish and tired. That is how important eating a good, well-rounded diet is. It's more than the novelty of eating healthy. It can impact every part of your life without you even realizing it. It is all connected, guys. If you are going to invest in yourself, the food you eat is one of the most important places to do that. Our bodies are always sending us signals. Continuous cravings of the same type of food could be your body trying to tell you something. It could be a nutritional deficiency. It could be emotional triggers. It could be hormonal changes and maybe even poor sleep quality. Review an average day for yourself. What do your meals look like? Do you have enough veggies, fruits, and healthy fats? Do you have enough fiber throughout your day? Similar to sleep, it is very easy to get our bodies used to functioning on less than needed and not even noticing if it is creating an impact on us. We might point at the dietary choices we make as the last culprit for why we don't feel up to par mentally, physically, and emotionally. I used to eat one meal of either McDonald's, ramen, or pizza day in and day out, and I did not think twice about if this was the reason why I felt terrible all the time. Without thinking, I would automatically assume that it was because of all of the external factors in my life instead of everything I did have control over. I don't even know how I was fully functioning. I made it a normal. And that is why I keep telling you guys, our bodies are so amazing. Making up for our shortcomings and the things that we don't give ourselves. Because we deserve to give ourselves wholesome meals, time to eat, and mindfulness around what we are eating. So we are aiming for half a plate of veggies and fruits. We are opting for whole grains as a carb choice instead of that refined crap and healthy fats like nuts and avocados instead of fries. So next tip that I'm going to be moving into is movement and exercise. For those of you who follow me on social media, you know how much I advocate for this. If you zoom out and take a look at humanity today, we are a lot less active and a lot more sedentary. You will find that most of us are sedentary because we travel to work by car or train or bus, sitting at our desks for long hours, watching TV after work. And if you live in a colder country, this is how life usually goes on for the long winter months. If this sounds like you, I know the idea of getting up and being active sounds like so much work. But the ironic thing is, the more active you are, the more energy you have to expend. It's when you're less active that your body starts slowing down its metabolism because we've taught it that it doesn't need a whole lot of energy to do our daily activities. Again, our bodies are so fully adaptable to the lifestyle and conditions that we put it through. So I know exercising can sound like so much energy and you might create reasons not to go because of time or scheduling, but I promise you, 
it is because it is not a priority to you. If you prioritize something, anything, I know that you will move earth and water to make sure that you have time and energy for it. Any reason that you are not dedicating yourself to something is because you don't want to. And maybe other important things have taken the front seat of your focus, and I completely understand that. But I will give you some very compelling reasons as to why movement and exercise is important for us, and I want you to make informed decisions for yourself based on that. Increasing physical activity will improve your physical health from a healthy heart to strong bones, muscles, and joints. It strengthens your immune system and it makes you more resilient to diseases and illnesses. You will have better memory and concentration, less stress, increased stamina, and enhanced endurance. And here is something. It will even help you sleep better. We love A good full circle moment. No matter what age you are, you can get back into fitness. You can start fitness. Take your pick. Long walks, runs, biking, swimming, weightlifting, yoga, Pilates, hits, sports. There are so many ways. But point being is that you can create a space for movement and make it fun. If one form is not your thing, please do not cancel the rest. As long as you get your heart pumping and working, that is it. The only way for our heart to get stronger is actually by using it. And I promise something that is difficult for you today will not be as difficult if you check back in with yourself after even a few times of doing it. You wouldn't believe it from looking at me in the gym now, but I remember the first time I set foot in a gym. It was for the treadmills, not because I even wanted to get better at cardio, but because it is what I thought was the safest. I did not want to be perceived by anybody. I wore the baggiest clothes, not because it was my style or I necessarily even wanted to, but because I lacked the confidence and I did not want any attention drawn to me in any way. I literally would have bought a treadmill at home if I could afford it. It took me getting one of my high school friends to help me out by coaching me in the weight section and I still really did not want to be there. I just kept pushing myself and pushing myself because I knew my why. I knew why I wanted to get more fit. I knew I could do it even if I really did not want to. It took me about a year of consistently going to the gym to really feel like I could walk through that place with my back straight and a pep in my step. Fast forward six years later and the gym has become one of my favorite places to be. With this holiday week, there were a few days that the gym was closed and I really felt it. And one day you will also grow to love it if you find you are one of those people who don't. And if it isn't the gym, it will be something else. Some other form of personal development in movement and physical activity. Today, I saw a kid in the gym who was probably like, 14 years old, hitting the leg curls, and I was so impressed that he was there. He was the only kid his age at that gym. There is no age that is unfit for activity. You will meet 60-year-olds ready to run a marathon and then some who are walking with a cane. The way we age is dependent on the choices that we make as we move through the stages of our life. If you are listening to this and all your limbs work, you have moderate health on your side, then please 
find a way to incorporate fitness in your daily life because you will thank yourself later. Lastly, on our list of the four habits is mindfulness and meditation. If you've been tuning into my previous episode, then you know how much I tell you about mindfulness and meditation. The holy grail and key to living a peaceful life. The power in yourself and the strength in your resilience can be cultivated through meditation. I was introduced to meditation when I was 18 years old. I heard of it before, but there was also always something about it that kind of sounded super woo-woo, if you know what I mean. Or it sounded like it was for monks. I remember a roommate of mine mentioned it and I was like, what? You don't think about anything? You just sit there? Why would people even do that? I'm laughing more at myself because a few months later is actually when I started to dive deeper into Buddhism and spirituality. And I have a very obsessive personality. So when I learned about meditation, I fully immersed myself into it. I would meditate for hours. It was my mental safe space. I don't meditate for that long anymore, but it's still a very needed break from the constant go, go, go of life every day. Our brains were not meant to continuously be fed information from our phones. Allowing yourself time to let your brain rest and recover will do wonders for you. Again, your brain will adapt without meditation and you might not even realize how much of the strain that is on your mind is actually affecting you. It could be a top contributor to if you have been feeling more irritable, stressed, or restless. The point of meditation is not to get your brain to shut up. Our brains have this constant stream of thoughts because we've trained it to multitask or doom scroll or always be consuming and analyzing information. It is not going to just magically stop. The same way how we have made it a habit for it to always think is exactly how we can do the opposite. So let me actually try to make like a real life example of what it could go like. So I go on YouTube, I find a 10 minute meditation video. I sit down. I start with a few deep breaths. Everything is good so far. Breathing, paying attention to how I'm feeling. Oh, I haven't responded to my client yet from yesterday. Damn, I need to do that. Okay, I can do that later. Back to breathing. Tuning in to how the air feels going in. And out. What is that weird sound? Is, is that my cat? What is he doing? Okay, nope. Anyways, breathe in. And out. So you see, the pattern here is that the distractions will happen. It's inevitable. But I am training my brain to come back to a place of presence with my breath. And that is allowing me to strengthen the muscle that I have in my brain to focus and concentrate every time I get distracted. And with time, the distractions will shorten and lessen because I'm going to be able to guide myself back to my breath easier and easier every time. 
Not meditating doesn't necessarily have any immediate negative consequences, but it does offer a lot of benefits. And if it's not a part of our lives, we might be missing out on a major source of stress relief, improved mental health, focus, clarity, better emotional regulation, and a better mind-body connection and quality sleep. You know we are all about leveling up your life over here, and I am here to give you all of the tools you need to equip yourself on the journey of being the best version of you. We aren't just surviving, we are thriving. So as a review for all of the information that I jam-packed into today's episode, it is sleeping well, eating well, moving well, and meditating that all go hand in hand to help elevate your quality of life. Because you deserve to feel good, to operate at your highest potential, and to feel on top of the world. So let me know how it goes if you feel any different after trying some of these tweaks in your life over the next few weeks. One day at a time, it is all coming together. The affirmation for today and this week is, my well-being matters. Because it does. It matters over all else. And on that note, I am going to wrap up today's episode here. Come back to this episode whenever you feel like you need a good energy pick-me-up and just one of those life reminders. I would so appreciate it if you took the time to leave me a rating And follow my podcast on whatever platform you're listening on. It helps other beautiful people just like you find me. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your energy. And thank you for tuning in. We will get together again next week. Bye. And on that note, I will wrap up today's episode here. Come back to this episode whenever you feel like you need a good energy pick-me-up. I would so appreciate if you took the time to leave me a rating and follow my podcast on whatever platform you're listening to. It really helps other beautiful people just like you find me. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your energy. And thank you for tuning in. We will get together again next week. Bye.